Hi, and welcome to the Lessons with Leslie podcast, where I share all things self-love and becoming God's version of you. Are you a woman who struggles with loving yourself or seeing yourself the way God sees you? Where you're in the right place and you're also in good company because I used to be that woman too, but thankfully I am not her anymore. My self-love journey is full of valuable lessons that I'm eager to share with you. It is my hope that I can empower you to become everything that God had in mind when he created the unique masterpiece that is called you. And yes, I'm talking to you. Thanks so much for stopping by and hanging out with me today. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy October. Happy fall to you. This is my favorite month and time of year. I'm actually getting ready to turn 54 in a few weeks, so I'm excited. Thank you for the love that you're showing to my podcast. Thank you for being here today. I do appreciate it. Today's episode is going to be a continuation of episode six, which was entitled Get Up Part One, and that's where I discuss what keeps us broken. I compared and contrasted our lives with the life of the man at the pool of Bethesda. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I would encourage you to listen to that one first, since we're going to build on part one today. And today's lesson is entitled Get Up Part Two. And we have now gotten to the good part. And I'll start by sharing three steps that we can take to be made whole. The first step is admission. We have to admit and acknowledge our areas of brokenness and be specific about what they are because we all struggle in different ways. So being specific is going to be crucial to our healing. The second step is acceptance. And thankfully, God is merciful and he has given us countless opportunities for wholeness. So it's going to be imperative that we ask for God's help and accept it when he gives it to us. God asked the man at the pool if he wanted to be made whole, but he had to accept God's offer, follow his instructions, even if he didn't understand how it was going to happen. And even though we've been broken in certain areas of our lives for a very long time, healing for us is still possible. But We cannot make excuses or consider our circumstances, but we have to obey God in order for healing to take place. We have to accept responsibility, and I know it may or may not have been our fault, but we've got to be determined that our lives will no longer be controlled by our brokenness, nor will it determine our future. We got to be willing to give up the ways in which our brokenness brought us comfort by having a victim's mentality, rationalizing our behavior, blaming other people for where we are in life, and even blaming God. And the third step to wholeness is taking action. We get up when we change our perspective and participate in our healing. God desires to heal us, but we have to decide that we want it and we have to take action. We've been loyal to our pain for far too long. We have rehearsed over and over and over again what they did to us. We have been a prisoner of our past and refused to let it go. But did you know that that low place was never intended for you? God is offering you a lifeline to freedom and wholeness because he knows who he created you to be and he loves you too much to leave you like you are. Aren't you glad about that? Wholeness is a journey and we walk it out by staying close to God, renewing our minds, changing the story that we tell ourselves. And even sometimes we have to change our environment. But I hope you begin to see yourself the way that God sees you. And no matter how your story started, The ending is going to be oh so beautiful and fulfilling, but you know what you got to do? You got to trust him and get up. There's some questions that I want you to ask yourself. Do I want to be made whole? And I pray that you say yes. The second question is what areas of my life are broken? And you have to be specific and honest. Trust me, God's not going to be shocked or surprised because he already knows. 
The third question, what is keeping me broken? Am I in denial? Am I blaming other people? Am I making excuses? Am I having a pity party? Do I harbor resentment or unforgiveness in my heart? Am I bitter? The fourth question is, what am I going to do? What am I willing to do to be made whole? Where do I start? What can I do different? How is change possible for me? And these are all questions that God will give you the answers to if you don't know them. He will reveal his plan and his strategy for your wholeness. Wholeness in Christ is very possible, but it requires that we are willing, obedient, and that we participate. But we owe it to ourselves to try something different. So I'm going to share some scenarios with you that we may need to, in instances where we may need to get up in our own lives. And I know the divorce shattered your heart in a million pieces. I have been there. Trust me. But God is the mender of broken hearts. He gives beauty for ashes. Get up. I know you grew up in a dysfunctional and chaotic household and you should have been protected. But God promises that when your mother and father forsake you, he will take care of you. Get up. I know the root cause of your unforgiveness and resentment is a direct result of childhood trauma but Jesus wants you to cast all of that on him. Get up. I know you were in love with someone who promised to marry you, but they married someone else instead. It hurts. I get it, but you deserve so much more. Get up. I know you're beating yourself up over the abortion, infidelity, your addictions, or your illegal activity, but God will redeem you if you'll just get up. I know you're over the age of 60 and you feel like you've made too many mistakes and it's going to take too long to recover, but God will redeem the time and restore the years if you will just get up. I know you're determined to hold on to the pain that they caused until they apologize or until you make them pay. Let it go because God is your vindicator. Get up. I know the thoughts, the flashbacks and trauma play over and over in your mind. They make you feel unworthy, unlovable, alone, confused, and and unsure if you even want to live. But those thoughts are a lie. Christ loves you and will always be there. Let him renew your mind and get up. I know you're looking at those around you who have gotten up and you feel some type of way. You feel jealous or envious. But God's no respecter of persons. He has a great plan for you if you will just get up. I know you thought your marriage would last forever and you can't imagine life without him. The pain is unbearable and you feel like you can't go on. I get it. I've been there, but your identity is found in Christ. Get up. I know you were abandoned, rejected and abused. You didn't deserve it. It's not your fault, but God is fully acquainted with your pain and he longs to pour his love on you. Ladies, take your power back. Get up. I know you have many regrets and you feel the need to punish yourself, but God offers forgiveness. Get up. I pray that you will get up and go enjoy the amazing life God has planned for you. Your healing may not be instant, but trust me, it will come as you go. God is with you. He's holding your hand and guiding you every step of the way. You are his beloved daughter and he invites you to sit in his lap Cry a river if you must. Empty out all of the pain, the shame, the guilt, and heaviness that you feel. He wants to give you beauty for ashes for all that you've been through. 
What your soul has been longing for is on the other side of your decision to get up. It's a life of love, joy, peace, and happiness beyond anything that you've ever imagined. Choose life. Choose you. It's not going to be easy, but you are worth fighting for. Take it from someone who's been there. I got up and you can too. So please get up. Please feel free to leave a comment if this episode resonated with you. I would love to hear your thoughts. Please join me on October the 21st, where I'll share a lesson entitled Wind Chasers. Sometimes our pursuit of fulfillment and happiness can cause us to chase the wind when we're not satisfied with who we are or what we have. We have an insatiable appetite for more and more and more, and it's never fulfilled. We're always in hot pursuit of the next best thing. So join me on the 21st. Let's talk about it. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Again, I appreciate you. Please take care. So this concludes today's episode of Lessons with Leslie. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I do appreciate it. In the description of this podcast, you will find my website and social media platform information, and I would love to connect with you there. I also look forward to chatting with you every first and third Friday of the month. In the meantime, remember that you matter because you do. In Christ, you will always be enough. You are never alone, and most importantly, you are eternally and unconditionally loved. Until next time, take care.